یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Episode number 73, Karan. Uh, do you know who the most popular player, or rather the only player who's won jersey number 73 is? I think I might have given a clue with the most popular. Well, I'm, I know it now because this is a redo of our podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in that sense, yes, I do know the answer to that trivia question. It's Dennis Rodman. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> For all the listeners who are a bit confused as to what this uh, take two is all about, uh, yeah, due to some technical difficulties, um, we are actually recording this section of the podcast for a second time, almost a couple of weeks after the first time that we attempted this. Um, so that's why Karan knows who jersey number 73 is, otherwise it's a pretty random fact. <laughs> <side. laughs> Uh, yeah, so apologies for that. So, uh, as you hear in our special guest section, we, ha- we had a lot of fun, but some of our takes could probably be, you know, a bit outdated already. Um, so apologies for that, but we just thought it made sense to record this section once again, rather than doing the whole thing once again. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, before we get to that, Karan, there's a few few quick Indian basketball news items to get through. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners what happened in the... Not so recently, but recently, a couple of weeks ago, concluded uh, Senior Nationals. Yeah, it's been so long now because uh, b- because of this redo, we are um, we are catching up with almost a month of Indian basketball news. Yeah. Um, so we're recording this on January 31st, uh, which is, you know, we, we, I think we missed a lot of action actually in January. You know, Indian basketball, sometimes there's slow news, but there's a lot of, lot of good news, or at least there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. This last month, um, the senior nationals happened, and I'm sure if you're into Indian basketball, you know about this. You know that uh, like the two biggest sort of, I won't say the two biggest, but like two very well-known entities in Indian basketball came up with the gold. Punjab, who are just known to, uh, you know, chug out, uh, churn out a lot of talent, won the men's uh, senior national tournament. It was the first victory since 2011. So, which is, even though Punjab have a lot of talent. Or since 2013, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Even the Punjabis have a lot, have a lot of talent. Their state team hasn't actually done that well in the senior nationals recently. But this year they did. They had Amrit Pal Singh, of course, who we know is one of the best players in the country. Um, he was a tournament's MVP. Um, so they won the gold. And in the women's tournament, Indian Railways women, who I you know I might be wrong, but this might be their like 500th or 600th <laughs> championship. <laughs> In the basketball, well, it's it's o- it's only the thirtieth or something. But anyways, they're super dominant themselves. Um, yeah, so uh, the senior nationals went well, and I think whenever we see the next uh, iteration of India's national teams for whatever event happens, you'll see a reflection of whoever played well at these nationals showing up in those teams. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So that's obviously the senior nationals, which is the. Uh, premier competition for men's and women's but there was yeah. also some um, youth games going on the Kalo India youth games that uh, featured basketball among many other sports that also has recently uh, concluded yeah it was the second Kalo India um, and uh, so th- this is the second iteration of uh, th- they had last year's Kalo India in Delhi this one was in Pune mm-hmm. and um, once again 
Punjab showing some uh, potential here. Uh, the, who knew that the Punjabis are good at basketball? Uh, <laughs> if, if anyone has been following the game. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Punjab's uh, junior teams mm-hmm. did really, really well. They, um, and I mean specifically their, um, yeah, well, actually both, both their men's and women's teams under 17 won the gold. And at the under-21 level, it's Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu ha- also happens to be the state where, you know, in Southern Railways is centered. So that's another mirroring to what happened at the Nationals. We're seeing a pattern here, right? Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, the basketball in India is divided into certain pockets. So congrats to Tamil Nadu's uh, senior men and women and to Punjab's un- under-17 men and, men and women for winning the Kilo India School Games. Excellent, excellent, excellent news. Uh, to continue on this very, very positive, um, rare but positive sort of Indian basketball <laughs> <laughs> uh, news cycle, um, we also found out recently that uh, Gina Skaria, former guest of Hoop Darshan, um, uh, is going to follow in Geetu's footsteps to represent the Ringwood Hawks here in uh, in Australia's league. That's one. I mean, Gina is obviously one of our favorites on this podcast. She was. She's just done so much in so little time in Indian basketball. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and for for the longest time, Kaushik, I remember like y- you and I talking about how, you know, if there is going to be someone to take on Geetu Baton, it, it's gonna be her. Yeah. And it just so happened. It wasn't even uh, by any. Like we we weren't just saying it because they both happened to be Keralites mm-hmm. because they're obviously their style of play is very different. Geetu was a center. Gina is more of a forward. Yeah. Um, and it just so happened that she has been signed by. It, it, it's obviously partly like a stunt to follow on Geetu's footsteps, but she 100% deserves it. Gina is the best player in India right now, and and she's following Geetu's footsteps and playing in the same uh, professional team in Melbourne where Geetu played almost 12 years ago. So, Kaushik, you have to go to these games and and basically stalk her and and and, uh, and interview her, do a live interview at some point in Melbourne. Oh, 100%, 100%. So, I remember when Amritpal uh, signed for the NBL team, Sydney Kings. Um, yeah. The day that I went to see him was probably like one of the most exciting things I've done. Like just getting access to the back backstage and just getting quality like 10-15 minutes of chat with him uh, after the game. It was really cool and I think like obviously I'm not going to miss out as a fan of Indian basketball to get, have a chance to go watch Gina play. Just have to figure out what the... Uh, what the arrangements are when she starts playing and everything, and then yeah, yeah uh, you, you'll you'll see some pictures on the Hoop Darshan Twitter account and Facebook page. Yeah, I mean, and it's I remember Amritpal, who's you know way more accomplished than than either of us, was was still so humbled by the fact that like he had fans yeah. showing up to his game. It was such a big deal, and this is what you know we love about our Indian basketball players that they um, they, they they appreciate. The moment they are in, you yes. know, and I think it'll be the same with Gina. That um, if you show up and you know you're there, you 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 sh- you're there as a fan and as a journalist, she will you know she'll be very appreciative of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a couple of more quick things, Karan. Uh, there was some there was some former NBA champions uh, or NBA champion rather. Uh, who, who visited India recently? Actually, took a while for me to figure out like where he won his title. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how little he played for the championship team. I'm sorry. Yes, I had to say that. <laughs> so yeah, Rashad Lewis, um, not yes. known at all for his championship time in with the Miami Heat, but more yes. so for his other um, other stints. 
Yeah, he made yep, it to yep. India as well. He's uh, he might be leaving. I, I think the day we're recording, he he might have just left yesterday actually. Yeah. Um, Rashad Lewis, who I, I I know a lot of people remember him for more for even for the Orlando Magic years where he uh, he went to the finals. But for me, he's all he'll always be a Seattle SuperSonic. Like I think that's when he had his best like personal output. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's where he played well enough to earn that like ridiculous contract with Orlando. So. Um, yeah, he was in India and he did the usual stick, you know, like he uh, actually, again, he was in Bangalore. Why is everything happening in Bangalore, Kaushik? I'm, I'm not sure. But um, he he was there too and um, he went to he went to the shopper stop apparently. Wow. Um, which, that is, that is which, such a low-key destination for him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kaushik, he was in your city. If, yeah, if Rashad Lewis ever showed up to Varanasi, I I would take him to the Ghat. I don't know. I don't know where else we would go. <laughs> What about uh, Char Dukan? Is that is that Varanasi? Oh, or? well, oh, that's in Masuri. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. If he was in Masuri, we'd go hiking or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but then th- there might be a liability clause if he gets hurt or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely. But yeah, Definitely he no wasn't. No chance ba- of getting hurt in Shopper Stop. No, no chance of getting hurt in Shopper <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, it, it, you know he was he was here just to encourage. Young Indian players, and uh, I, I think take part in the, with the NBA schools program mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, well, not the NBA school. There's no NBA school in Bangalore, but with the Reliance Junior program in in Bangalore. Right. Um, so there's so much happening in Bangalore right now, which also reminds me, um, the the NBA Academy's women's program just finished recently, Kaushik, in mm-hmm. uh, Greater Noida. Yeah. And uh, so like I'm back home now. I'm back in India, and, and I like was really excited to go visit. So. I went and met Sanjana Ramesh, who was our guest in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, who, who basically dropped so much philosophy on us. Yeah. And, um, why is a seventeen-year-old on earth? So why is a seventeen-year-old on earth? And uh, she was from Bangalore. And then this year's MVP. She was last year's MVP. And and obviously she's become the second Indian to get a D1 scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year's MVP is also a girl from Bangalore, Grishma Niranjan. So. Whatever's in the water there, it's it's working out for uh, for basketball. Definitely, definitely. I'm very happy as a Bangalorean to to see um, so much success or so much attention coming from Bangalore. Whatever reasons they might be, um, it's it's definitely a good sign. Um, one I would like to switch things back to to Varanasi though. Yes. I would like to switch things to Varanasi though because yeah, here, one I mean of you have a you have a hot. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a hot take, but just like some strong opinions on, on a few things here. Oh, it's not a strong opinion at all. I, w- one of my city's own um, proud daughters of Varanasi, Prashanti Singh, has become the first ever basketball player to win a Padma Shri award. So, um, on on the one hand, this is freaking awesome. Like, have you, can you imagine a basketball player winning one of the highest citizen of civilian honors in India? You know. Um, she is the most accomplished domestic basketball player in India in terms of, um, or the most decorated in terms of the number of medals she's won. I think she's won 22 medals playing with either Delhi or, um, well, yeah, mostly with, the, with Delhi State. When she was junior, she was at UP, and then uh, she she worked for, for MTNL. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so shout out to Prashanti. My only issue with this, Kaushik, yeah. my only issue, Prashanti is great. She's amazing, our former guest, and I hope a very soon future guest where we can, like, uh, confront her about this herself. Yes. Uh, is that why is she the first? Yeah. We have, I, I like, the first ever Indian basketball player to win Mashri. Like that's 
you would imagine the greatest of all time to be the first, right? And I don't know if we have one single, you know, greatest of all time, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not Prashanti. You know, she's amazing. She's great. She's one of, you know, she's up there. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, I of the just the names I wrote about off the top of my head were like mm-hmm. Khushiram. Pas Montasir, Ajmer Singh, yeah. and of course Geetu and Rahul, who I think, in my opinion, if I had to vote for someone, it'd be her. Yeah, she's definitely um, the goat. So um, it's just it, it's great, but there's a lot of politics that goes into these awards, and um, uh, so it's yeah, I, I feel very ambivalent about this. From from one hand, I'm very proud of her. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I just feel it a lot. Many more people should be considered. I don't mean to say that. She should shouldn't be a Padmashri. I mean to say that there should be four or five more Padmashris for basketball in India. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But classic, classic basketball in India. Just like the forgotten sport, and it's just like the most random things happen. Uh, I'm I'm not surprised at all that this this is the case. But I hundred percent agree with you that um, there's so many other like super deserving players who have just not not got this honor at all. Well, and even the players that we didn't, because Padma Shri is given to, um, it's not necessarily players who have retired, even players who are currently playing. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Satnam was drafted to the NBA. Yeah. Amjot Singh is playing in the G League. You know, like these guys are. If if, if Prashanti is is uh, you know nominated for this award, I think there should be half a dozen more people. So, Absolutely. that's my only take. I don't think it's necessarily a hot take. This is not a. Um, this is not an insult to Prashanti. I think it's an insult to the system, which yeah. isn't hasn't considered basketball for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, insulting the system is not really hot takes. It's just something we do <laughs> every episode. We d- don't we do that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, right, thanks, Karan. Thanks for rounding up uh, all of all of that. Uh, I think it's time to jump straight ahead into our very very fun um, conversation with our special guest. Yeah, uh, so as you mentioned, we recorded this almost two weeks ago and, and this is a conversation about the NBA. The, N- the NBA has reached its mid-season and um, and, I've, and we sort of decided that this would be a good time to catch up on, you know, mid-season trends, what stories are hot, players are getting the MVP love and all that stuff. And even in these last two weeks, so much has changed, right? Like, uh, there's stuff that we didn't talk about, Kaushik, that maybe we can talk about um, uh, after, after uh, we do the you know, our special guest section. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I- enjoy what we talked about. Just know it's sort of a time machine to two weeks ago. Um, but that said, I would like to invite a very hilarious and engaging Nikola Makar of First Post uh, to episode 73 of Hoop Darshan. Excited to introduce Nikola Makar on the Hoop Darshan podcast. Nikola, did I pronounce your last name uh, correctly? Uh, yeah, Makar, Makar. I'm good with anything. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Nikla, thank you so much for joining us. And um, for the special sort of like, we like to do a mid-season slash NBA All-Star uh, like time podcast every year. And uh, it's always fun just to like, catch up on what's happened so far. And um, I'm, I'm excited to have you. Uh, Nikola is a freelance writer and editor. She's, she works for Forest Post. And uh, she's told me she does everything except for cricket, which, yeah. is, uh, which is probably still less important than people who do cricket, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think... Uh... First of all, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's I did not think I'd be on an NBA podcast uh, in all my years of covering sports uh, because I I mostly cover tennis and football, basically. And um, I'm a very recent sort of NBA fan. Like, I've returned to the sport very recently. Okay. 
so it's it's still new for me i i obviously have written about the nba a little bit yeah. as you know i've got the opportunity to do that yeah. but yeah like i watching nba is completely like for my pleasure like i enjoy it the most i think right now that's and it this is a great time to be an nba fan because as like koshik and i have been fans for you know decades almost and and i almost i don't i don't want to speak for you koshik but i feel that the nba is at a better place than it's ever been in my opinion the league is just so strong right now and the the entertainment level of basketball i think is better than most other eras i think yeah for sure i think uh, not only is it a very exciting uh, time to watch the sport i think it's also the best uh, sport to watch maybe on social media or on the internet definitely like if you're if you're a new fan and you or if, even if you're not a sports fan i don't think uh, there's any other sport that you can get into as easily as you can start watching the nba a of, of course because it's got a great uh, community on twitter like nba twitter is like a big thing it's off the hook and, uh, yeah yeah it's it's the best community of uh, you know fans of any sport and and this is me speaking as someone who's followed tennis and football and a little bit of everything else for years on social media mm-hmm. and also the fact that uh, they have a great uh, commissioner who gets that you know that uh, gifs and videos and all these things are not going to they're not trying to block it off they're not trying to you know stop fans from doing whatever they can with that content yeah because i don't think there's any other sport where you can just go to youtube and literally watch the whole game yeah yeah right after it's happened so i'm yeah. glad you you brought up so two points which are great one um so uh, the the commissioner part is 100% right but that's also like relatively recent because most of my lifetime the commissioner was david stern mm-hmm. who um koshik will very famously remember for basketball reasons <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the rest of us will remember for um, all sorts of you know I mean he he did a lot for for the league obviously but the end of yeah. his era was a little bit sketchy um mm-hmm. and be uh you're 100% right about social media I'm glad he brought it up because your own uh twitter page is is full of a lot of, of warriors goodness I'm guessing you're a golden state warriors fan yeah <laughs> and 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 here's where where you and I agree a lot of uh, James Harden slash Houston Rockets uh, you know side eyed <laughs> I I won't call it hate hate is a strong word but annoyance which Nikola you're famously um I I won't call it hate hate is a strong word but uh, the annoyance at James Harden and the way he he does things so yeah let me ask you how you became a warriors fan first uh okay so I as a kid I did play basketball because mm. uh, I went to a school where we had a very strong basketball team mm-hmm. and we had uh, summer camps and you know my parents being the one kinds that wanted me to do everything so yeah. I played the sport and I think I watched a little bit of it back then when I was a kid but I have very little memories like I remember Steve Nash for yeah. some reason yeah of course I, he was great like, yeah yeah but I don't know how I watched it or if I followed it but I knew what the game is because I played it and mm-hmm. you know it was very popular in my school which school so was that was, uh Delhi Public School okay it's DPS okay yeah, so yeah. you know we have, it's known for its basketball yeah. like teams uh so this is i i became i came back to the sport i started watching the sport because of Steph Curry like yeah. i am one of those people like i'm if you're listening don't you not just because you think i'm a bandwagoner because um for sure i'm a bandwagoner but i also think uh, Steph Curry is one of those once in a generation players that you know gets people watching the sport 100% like, yeah we had that for like maybe say federer or messi or like you know lots of those players mm-hmm. and so i i 
I used to just uh, I think if this was his first this was the first season when you know he uh, was voted the MVP my timeline used to just erupt in the morning because I follow so many Americans where they would all just go like curry 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 like what is this guy doing and this was the first this was his first great great season so that's when uh, I used to do a sports show at that time so I saw the finals mm-hmm. I saw the first finals when they won okay and yeah like I was just amazed by you know this guy who you know seemingly could shoot from anywhere on the court yeah and uh, he's he's changed the sport in the last few years we've we've all seen that and we all know that and uh, it's been i mean there weren't many warrior fans at that point obviously no one knew that this was coming in the next four years uh so yeah so that just got me like hooked to watching so i went from watching just the finals to just watching warrior games to <laughs> watching just all of the post season Till like this season and last season, where I actually saw the draft, I watched whatever games I can in the morning because I had the luxury because I was a sports uh, journalist and I had a morning shift, yeah, like a seven a.m. shift. I it's could just go into work. It's the best thing yeah. when you get to call watching NBA work. It's yeah, nothing so I could glorious. Just turn on, <laughs> get into work, turn on the TV, whatever game is on, just watch it. And uh, I've I've really like gone sucked in more and more each year, like. Uh, this was the first season i saw the trade like the draft happened because there was so much mm-hmm. uh, you know buzz around all the players like yeah. everybody knew like this was a great class and yeah it's just it's been great like i i love watching the warriors i love watching them play i love the whole team i love the joy that they bring on the court i love how hated they are <laughs> all the other fans and yeah it's it's been great like i like i said it's one of, it's it's when i'm enjoying uh, watching just the sport the most because it's so entertaining so entertaining so i'm with you on the on the warriors as the most entertaining team like and and i've been watching the nba closely for i would say almost 20 years and i i'm a new york knicks fan which means i've suffered mm-hmm. for about 20 years um but the warriors are by, the, these warriors are, are the most entertaining team i've ever seen in my lifetime and i think steph curry is a major reason for that um and 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 lo and behold i think by the time this goes up they're just going to be spoiled because uh, my main man boogie cousins is going to make a comeback yeah. too which is just going to yeah. be the next level of greatness so beyond the warriors are there any other players that you like to watch any other favorite players around the league i love watching lebron of of course like i mean uh that even though he's he he's been out, he was in the cavaliers and you know they end up playing the warriors in the finals but uh LeBron's definitely a player that I would, you know, if he it's it's a game that's on TV, I'll mm-hmm. definitely turn it on. Mm-hmm. This season, I'm really enjoying watching Luka Doncic. Like of I'm course. totally, totally a Luka Doncic fan. I love the step back, and it's it's been it's been great fun watching him. Uh, I like Ben Simmons a little bit. I mm-hmm. follow him. Like I thought, you know, last season, uh, the Sixers they were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, Uh, there are a couple of players in a few teams. Jason Tatum's one, which I thought was impressive because of again the run that they had last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are a few of my favorite players. That's awesome, Nikhil. Nikhil, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, how your job and NBA are sort of tied together, and um, through through the time that you've kind of covered NBA as a sport. What do you think you've noticed about um, like fans, fans in India of this sport? Because they can, 
I feel like they come in waves, right? Like um, there's people from um, people who followed like got on the Lakers bandwagon at some point. Mm-hmm. They would have got on some other bandwagon at some point. Uh, Bulls before that, you know, in like the 90s and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel like the makeup of the of the Indian basketball fan or the Indian NBA fan has changed so much. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, what you've observed through covering the sport? Uh, so well, I haven't really had a chance to cover the sport. per se but i've had like a chance to see whatever happens whatever the nba does in india like i i uh, had a chance to uh, go meet kd when he was here uh, with seth curry the year before that when they had come down uh, so it's 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 been interesting because so i have a bunch of friends like we have an nba group on whatsapp which is just a bunch of my friends that we all like the sport it's small like it's not as much as Uh, the number of fans that I know that watch football, like that's definitely a larger group, and I think the time zone difference does sort of, you know, hamper how much you can follow it for a lot of people because it's, it's obviously a difficult sport to watch every day. You know, if you if you're just like if you're not working in sports, you know, it's just difficult to like every day we will do watch a game. So I feel uh, it's def the it's definitely growing now. Like it's so much more accessible. I think. with the league pass with like sony doing a really good job of making sure their games are well you know sort of publicized and everything i think it's grown and i obviously i do feel that again like you said like this warriors team has gotten that bandwagon following again you know like they had but again that i know they are uh, very hardcore spurs fan i know there are people who follow the celtics because it's a celtics team you know with celtics having their sort of sports persona So it's 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 a mixed bag, but I feel it's grown every year, for sure. Well, and the big deal this year is you know the fact that the NBA is having its first preseason game in India. The Kings and the Pacers are coming. Um, yep, yep. I think that's that's huge. Like, what was your reaction when you first heard that news? So I I'd heard uh, like some you know talk about it for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's been in the making for most of yeah. year. Yeah. So if like because I I sort of know the people who handle NBA India and all of that. So mm-hmm. I know they've been trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But when it was finally officially announced, like it was such a huge deal. Like I mean, like like I said, we have a WhatsApp group and that lit up because everybody was like, oh my god, it's in Bombay. That yeah. that means you know we can go watch it. Mm-hmm. Where can we get tickets? What's happening? And the best part is. that it's it's a really good game to go for like it's kings versus pacers it's not it's not say like a uh, orlando or like you know i i mean <laughs> i just it's actually pretty fascinating we're saying this about yeah. the kings yeah the kings and the pacers i mean they're good teams but okay <laughs> yeah but i feel i feel this is i i think this could be the ideal season i mean uh next season that they come the kings that they come because obviously kings have that indian connection they have and in an american owner which is why uh it's easier for them to sort of like make that push happen and they also have like that whole indian thing going where they have that maybe they have their jerseys written in that script and yeah. they have all sorts of other indian connection things that they keep doing and that's set curry when he was with the kings he was one of the first players to come to india i think yeah so uh it's great because if they make the playoffs which there is a huge chance that they can this year i mean they're not they're not a bad team they're they're pushing for it and yeah. this will be the first time in 12 years that they actually get to do it if they manage to do that it's 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 a team that will have some sort of recognition when they're coming here there's some faces 
that you know like you know Dian Fox has been great yeah i think like he's uh, from i think he's he's actually making a very strong case that from that that draft class he's probably the he's having the best sophomore year i think so it's and uh, the pacers with victor oladipo like on all nba all star uh, they look good to make fourth seed third seed whatever that they can yeah. again and maybe make a second round this time so that's you know that's that's still relatively known faces that are coming to play the game here I, and it's not like it's not it's something that they can build a narrative out of you yeah. know for like journalists and for like uh them to publicize oh this is who we have this is who who's coming and things like that those are all good points i i just can't believe you insulted all four of orlando magic fans in india that's just that was a <laughs> joke <laughs> all of, all of those all of those people who had the dwight howard jersey 10 years ago and and forgot he got traded all of them i'm saying we could have done way worse than uh, yeah yeah I, it, it's really funny nikila it's really funny because like when you were thinking about you know you, you had like a couple of seconds where you're trying to come up with like the worst possible team that it could have been and like i was thinking orlando in my head as well yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. great <laughs> I I would have gone for either Orlando or Charlotte but Charlotte means Michael Jordan comes so like yeah. that's the, so I feel like Orlando versus Detroit would have been one of the worst Yeah I think so. but then you yeah. get Blake Griffin though like yeah. that's yeah. that's true Orlando yeah. is the worst that's yeah let's let's just open that I mean uh, everybody else has had some sort of history you know obviously Cavs are having the worst season but then there are the Cavs who reached the finals for 3 years yeah. uh Suns have again so much history to them as well. So uh, I think yeah, this is a pretty decent team to if I if I had to choose if I you know if this was given to me I would happily go watch this. It's as I said it's in, it's happening in Mumbai so it's not even uh like in Greater Delhi Greater Noida sorry where they have the academy which mm-hmm. is like really far off and sort of inaccessible. Yeah. Uh this will be open to everyone who can buy a ticket. Uh, it's right in the middle of like NC, NSCI Dome is a great venue. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully like I I'm I think at least uh, given by the buzz that's uh, surrounding it right now and how many people have asked me where do we get tickets for it? I think it should be a good turnout for the yes. game and yeah. and whatever else they do around it because uh, the NBA is obviously very clearly targeting Asia as like the next big market and uh, we've seen like i don't know maybe we have a thing like china clay with some indian connection <laughs> some indian player some uh, In- india fox i like that yeah yeah fox. that's what happened that's actually a very good point because i, w- I would love to it, it won't be someone as like dian fox would be because it'll probably be uh, you know a second or third most important player in a team who who sort of is yolo you know like doesn't really have to behave himself yeah yeah um yeah we'll see <laughs> I'm quite excited for it and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to see what else they can do around it because you know they obviously have like a lot of uh media sort of uh, things that they make the players do they take players around the city that we've seen with all the other teams that have gone to Asia they're going to make them play cricket right oh 100% for sure yeah. for sure <laughs> I, like, I have I have a feeling Vivek will even sign um an Indian player just for the pre-season like he might sign Amjot Singh for a couple of months just to yeah. have that like uh, the india jersey i mean he he gave sim, sim bowler his 15 minutes you know literally 15 minutes or was it 15 yeah. seconds yeah yeah if it was whatever it was um so i i think that might happen yeah and i think um victor oladipo might suddenly like 
like for a day he might change his name to like Holodeepu or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like a lot of this shit will happen. So, well, I'm you might as well then go with Vikram Oladipo, right? Could just go the yeah, I, like that. I like that. Vikram Oladipo is really good. <laughs> I and I'm sure all the cricketers are going to turn up as well. You know, like yeah, you, we might just have like such a Tendulkar. Obviously, we I think we will because yeah. Yeah. he is like the biggest uh, known sports face yeah. from India, and it's happening in Mumbai. So. Yeah, and there'll be a um, lot of Bollywood as well, right? Like this. For uh, sure. Yeah. There's a few few actors who kind of hitch themselves onto the NBA bandwagon, so we'll see. We'll see a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, looking to the game. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like. I don't know if you're aware, Nikhil. I'm not. I'm not living in India anymore, but I definitely um, like. If I was back home, I would definitely be like one of the first people in line to get tickets for this. Um, yeah, I can't, can't imagine what NBA fans in India would be feeling like. Like Everybody would, would make a best effort to kind of get to that game. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a few things about the NBA. Uh, I know we kind of briefly started to talk about it, Harden and everything else. Um, do you, do, do you have, um, do you have like, what is your hottest take from this season so far? Oh, I don't know if this is, <laughs> I don't know if this makes for the hottest take from this season, but this is just something that I, I always think I had tweeted as well, mm-hmm. which I thought was a hot take for like NBA in general. Mm. I do not think there's a, there's a single NBA player who has a a good aesthetic beard. <laughs> I saw this tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so glad you brought this up because I saw this. That is a hot take. That is definitely a hot take. And and here's the thing. So you everyone who's listening, you can iterate me and you can give me options or whatever. But my my I have some very clear criteria. A, it should be like a proper beard. It shouldn't just be like a tuft of facial hair like a lot of these players seem to have. Yeah. It has to be maintained, yeah. which again, I, I feel that players just forget to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the third most important is that the players should still be able to continue playing as well as they did without the beard once they get a beard. So I... I, I Like when I was making... I was thinking... I have actually done my research over this before I took yeah. it out because I... <laughs> Yeah. I thought I, about it. <laughs> I, give us a power ranking of NBA beards. Well, I mean, Hart is obviously called the beard, so... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 on your scale. So, I mean, he has to feature on this, but I just think, I, like, that's not, that's not a very aesthetic beard. Like, that does not yeah. really make him look, look more attractive than what I think he would look if he just, like, nicely trimmed it or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what Steph Curry, I don't think he can grow one properly yet. Steph hasn't reached puberty yet, so when that yeah. happens, we'll, we'll see <laughs> it. Steph turns seven tomorrow. <laughs> LeBron again, he has like this like very weird shape <laughs> of his facial hair. I don't know, like it just is not like it does not cover his full face. It it's it's somewhere between like a goatee and like a I don't know. It just it does not feel. I, I feel like he's you know maybe we should be able to grow it out. Yeah. Uh, Clay, I was really happy with seeing Clay grow a beard, but then he just had that horrible slump, which is when I was had. <laughs> True. This. So last point is invalid. Yeah. Point. So. Th- <laughs> <laughs> what about Mirotic? I feel like he's up there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you've, I mean, you you gotta be at least periphery All Star level though to be in this conversation, yeah. right? Yeah, like I mean, you still have to be like a very good player and no. be able to pull off a good beard. May I present to you Stephen Adams? Well, your yeah. opinions of his of his face? It's it's not a full beard, but it's like it's it's a strong look. Yeah, so, it is. But like quite... he calls himself the stash bro, so I feel like that's automatically eliminated. Like you can't call yourself a stash bro and then. But it's like, stash ca- plus beard. Beard. No, okay. 
yeah, but yeah. he he t- tends to obviously like focus more on the stash like yeah he goes just stash sometimes which i then you just look like yeah uh, <laughs> he I looks think, like a mario bro then. so i i just googled um, best beards in in the nba right <laughs> yeah and, and there are some really good like ex players who come up in this um yeah. carlos buzo um nikola hmm. pekovic Wow. Let's see. Like uh, some of these, like I some of these go, guys. Uh, I would say Baron Davis had a pretty strong uh, beard yeah. game going back in the day. But but you know, the, the, this is the fact that we are like reaching. The, uh, Nikola has brought a very crucial point that like has been under discussed in NBA history. You know the importance of like good beards. Um, I think NBA players need to step the game up. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm just saying, like you know, obviously you guys are earning a lot of money and. you have a lot of time and the resources to do this yeah and clearly players do think about what they wear when they walk in or what they're carrying when they walk in or whatever when they they're over think about that shit <laughs> yeah. yeah so just like i don't know just like spend some time and money and groom that beard like i mean i feel uh, the sort of the thirst quotient on the nba fans is less like as i as i can compare with maybe say tennis or football i feel that needs to be upped up like I don't. I don't see enough uh, fans lusting for players. Like I, I feel that's that's very crucial if you want to watch a sport. This is definitely the kind of like detailed analysis that Hoop Nation listeners. This is exactly the content we were hoping for. Yeah. I mean, when I, uh, I, I would say a decade ago, I had, I did have friends who lusted a lot for the Kobe's and the Dwayne Wade's. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I think time has passed a bit since then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Kashik, do you have a take as hot as this one? And no, it's, it's really, it's really hard. Nikola has definitely set the barrier. We've sort of passed uh, the Kelvin scale, right? Of of heat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, uh, if if I can extend uh, a, a related beard topic, but also a semi hot take, um, mm-hmm. I would like to talk about Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has a Good beard. beard. Uh, yeah, no, not not a big fan. But <laughs> but but I I have a lot of opinions about Kyrie Irving's like ongoing. leadership slash not leadership situation going like i don't know if you guys have kept up with that you know he's yeah. he's yeah what do you think of him calling lebron like do you think he actually had that whole conversation I, with lebron i think he did but i also think it's like he he's, he's sort of like trying to oversell the, to the world the idea that he's working on being a good leader but let me like place some facts about like career wing so far before lebron joined him in cleveland mm-hmm. not very successful you know and fair enough we'll give him the first four years of being rookie and pretty uh, disappointing team not too much success um uh, lebron joins him they do really well when they're on court together whenever lebron is hurt they suffer now people blame that on lebron because you know they say like he he has over control of his team whatever it is he goes to boston they start off really well he gets hurt and then they actually start playing well and then this season he comes back and they're good but you know there's clearly something wrong here so basically yeah. all this is proven to me is that Kyrie is a pretty good player but nothing beyond that i think he's one of the most overrated players in the modern nba that's my sort of lukewarm slash hot take that i don't think it's a pretty hot take wow. think. yeah i think that's really hot because it's pretty i think hot take. it's I, no beard take but it's, it's, it's a hot take is he is he better than a damian lillard i think he gets talked about more just because he's in boston and gets like and that you know that whole thing i i just think he everyone else in that team gets the blame for not having success except for him and maybe he is part of the problem he is obviously one of the uh, greatest like pure offensive players of all time and especially of this era he's like just 
a, a genius at scoring. But yeah. beyond that, I don't think he's he's able to affect the game that well. He's very clutch. I would say one of the you know again he hit one of the biggest shots ever. Yeah, he's done. He does clutch things regularly, including this morning in the game against uh, Toronto. But just being able to hit big shots does not make you an all-round great player. And I think he needs to sort of like come down to. I mean, the the Hindi word for this is come down to his okad in the sense like where mm-hmm. it's not. Like you're very good, but then you're not of the LeBron Durant level. So like, I, I, and plus the whole like flat Earth thing turned me off months ago. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so this all adds up to me being my like semi hot take that I think Kyrie Irving has become like very overrated now. Well, I think uh, he's escaped a lot of criticism because I think he's still putting in the best performance on that team. He is, you know, he, and he's having the given... best season of his career. I just think we are still overrating him as, or we expecting too much of him. I don't think he's he's that good. I think he's a top ten player, maybe top twelve, but not more than that. I mean, I I don't know, like top ten player, not that good. I I I kind of don't understand that. I so I probably disagree very very much with you, Karan, which rarely happens on hoop session. But um, I, I feel like Nicholas brought out this element of um, disapproval between our our takes. Okay, um, go on. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I, I, I couldn't agree like lesser with what you're saying. I think, uh, I think he's, he's, Kyrie is pretty amazing. Like, like, kills me that he plays for the Celtics and not, um, not for the Lakers. But uh, I think, see, look, there's, there's an element of this that happens in the NBA that if you win a title, right, like you're put on a different sort of pedestal. So uh, think about someone like Dirk Nowitzki. If he hadn't won a title, mm-hmm. we'd think of him significantly lower than like what we do right now. And um, you've got coaches like Doc Rivers and stuff like that. Like, if you el- just remove that Boston Celtics title, like he's he's a good coach, but he's not revered the same way. So I think there's a bit of that that happens with um, with Kyrie, but um, he's like he's not even 30 years old. So like he's not even reaching the peak of his like you know formation of a leader or a man or something like that. That things that um, and, and there are mistakes that even the likes of you know Jordan and uh, and Kobe and th- those kind of guys have made in their like mid twenties by trying to think that they're bigger than they are, uh, calling out teammates and and all that shit. I, I think, I think he's an amazing player, but he's just going through some of these pains, and it's more public than it should be. I just think that he won't be the best player in the championship team. I, I don't think that's ever happening in his career. And uh, how many how many people how many I, exactly people like that there's, there's maybe like seven or eight guys, and he's not among them. So again, in the like, current NBA, I'd say there are like three. There's LeBron, there's Durant, Curry, and maybe like Anthony Davis. That's it. I would so take. I would put. I would put Giannis and Kawhi in in that too. That's just me. Yeah, uh, but I think uh, Giannis, Giannis and Kawhi still have a lot to prove. You know, in terms of what they can. I mean, obviously, but, winning a like you said, winning a championship changes the whole conversation around the player. Uh, I'm not a huge Kyrie fan either. Like, I, it's not. It's not a player that I would want to watch. All the time, and like you said, like the flat Earth comments, like they make me think that he's just stupid. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's the Celtics. Like for me, they've been such a fascinating team this season because, despite everything and despite having all the talent, they still just can't seem to get it all together. And I I just think that, he he needs some of the blame for that. Like there's this blame going towards everyone else except him for some reason, and 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 people like reward him for winning that championship with LeBron. Great, that's awesome. But like LeBron James led every both teams in every category in those finals. 
So like, it's not like, Ky- like it could have been, I, I'm not saying it could have been anyone, but it, you know, any uh, the all-star player next to LeBron James would have had that opportunity, you know? I'm just, yeah. <laughs> like Kevin Love? Oh, that's a good one. No, <laughs> not okay, not like Kevin Love. But, but again, okay, my point basically is Kyrie Irving is not no better than Damian Lillard for me. So wherever you rank Lillard, I think that's that's Kyrie. Yeah, no, I, I, I probably, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that at all. I think, I think Kyrie is definitely, like if you remove those like absolute Hall of Fame greats like LeBron, uh, Durant and like, you know, Anthony Davis could probably get there at some point, but if you remove those guys, I think Kyrie is like up there. Um, the thing is, like this, his game I don't think naturally meshes with like what the Celtics or like Brad Stevens' team stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like sometimes he he like willingly takes a bit of a backseat. Um, he calls it like growth in his game as well. So there's there's a little bit of that. But at any point when the Celtics are kind of desperate, like he always pulls them out of it. Like he, the last ten. Like last ten plays of today's game against the oh, against the Raptors, genius. like he yeah. he just took over and he can do that at any point of time. But like the reason he wanted to move out and like he he kind of like he he said all these great things about the Celtics is like he wants his overall game to sort of improve and I think that's happening and we're just going through some of these like growing pains of him trying to balance. You know he can take over whenever he wants to. He can be Harden if he wants to. I think he can put up that that kind of numbers, but he also like doesn't want to. So there's a lot of conflict in terms of how he wants to approach things. That's my like, that's my takeaway from this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And his biggest mistake, in my opinion, is just to be like very public about this. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's just like I, I can see a lot of Kobe in him, like a, a young Kobe. Mm, that's interesting. Mm. Um, we disagree. That's probably Koshik, why I like. That's good. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Kaushik, you should come up with a hot take as well. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hard to it's hard to match these hot takes. I feel like I'm I'm better at like putting out these fires rather than. Uh, <laughs> you you douse the fire. You, you, um, well, since you didn't mention Harden, uh, let let's let's circle back to the original um, like starter of this uh, conversation of like the podcast. Really, um, James Harden is going through one of the most epic like offensive tiers, you know, in recent history, since Kobe 12, 13 years ago, right? Um, mm-hmm. Kaushik, I'll start with you this time around. Uh, where do you rank? Like, do, do you think he's, let's just compare him to Kobe back then, towards 2005, 6 Kobe. Where, do you think he compares? Do you think it's better? Do you think it's worse? Like, what do you think is happening right now? I, I think it's, I think it's very similar. I yeah. think it's, um, like, it, it's got aspects of today's modern NBA, mm-hmm. which Kobe's, Thing that didn't have and which like Jordan's thing didn't have before that but I think it's on the same same kind of like category where a single player's like absolute genius skills is is carrying their whole team and he's putting these absurd numbers yeah, um, and, yeah it's, it's ridiculous what he's doing like he's kind of single-handedly in these last two or three weeks kind of played himself back into the MVP conversation and you would not have thought that. Mm-hmm that's possible after the first two weeks of how they started, right? Like, they were they were atrocious, but, like, ever since Chris Paul went down, which may or may not have something to do with this, by the way. <laughs> um, um, yeah, he, he's just been tearing it apart. Um, I, I don't know if I've, like, if I've seen enough to kind of, like, compare these two things, but at the moment, it looks like the, it looks like the 2019 NBA version of the same thing. So there's more threes, there's, yeah. there's more pick and roll and stuff like that, and which kind of naturally... Um, 
like place to harden strengths there's more flopping like, there's more traveling yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, what about you guys what, what do you think of um N- nikola i know you i know you're waiting for this go on <laughs> kick the door well, open okay. <laughs> so uh, i'm not a james harden fan <laughs> like that's that if you if you ever see me tweet about nba you would know that but yes thing okay i'll i'll give him credit where it's due i think it's probably uh i did not think james harden this season would be in the mvp conversation given how it started i totally thought this was up for yanis or ad or you know maybe even steph to sort of make a strong run he's completely like changed that like those numbers are ridiculous like every day there is some stat that comes up about how this is unprecedented what we are seeing is it's not happened like i mean if he keeps this up i don't know like 35 is what he's averaging right now i think yeah. per game yeah uh, close to 35 get to yeah. 40 yeah yeah it's and, ridiculous yeah i don't it's just it's it's unbelievable like it's it's almost like you can't believe it's happened because the thing is like it happened i was uh, it happened with this game you know you if you just like if the nba game is just on and the rockets are playing and you're like okay cool like you know you see what harden's doing you suddenly look at the numbers and you're like wow he already has 13 when it doesn't look like he's got enough on the court like you think okay maybe he's having like a 15 18 20 he's reached somewhere there yeah and you like you know you suddenly pay attention and it's like 48 and i'm like wow when did that happen like he is doing some incredible things and he's mostly doing them alone so yeah it's, yeah I- I think it, my favorite stat about the last two games of James Harden is that he scored 50 plus points in each of them yeah. and <laughs> he's had zero of those points assisted by anybody. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, I saw the stat as well and I was like, wow. That uh, just sums up his whole like, his whole game, game yeah. and, and style. I, yeah. And the league has changed so much like um I was listening to like the Bill Simmons podcast yesterday where he mm-hmm. where he gave this great stat about um Like he was comparing the the um, over thirty five points per game years by three shooting guards. So Jordan in eighty eight, Kobe in oh six, yeah. and Harden now. And uh, Harden is attempting I think almost thirteen threes a game. Jordan when he had that season where he had like whatever thirty six, ridiculous eight and eight or whatever it was uh, his like epic season, he mm-hmm. attempted zero point five threes a game. <laughs> so he basically took a three every other game and he i think yeah hit 13% of them like his whole game was attacking the basket at all times and he basically yeah. got to his numbers on twos basically you know uh, and free throws and uh, harden's done this like he's basically the evolution of basketball where it's three pointers and free throws and pretty much nothing else in between yeah 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 but yeah but i mean so that's everything good about harden and everything that we can <laughs> and everything everything that we can see but Yeah, that's that's a that's a point. When you come to free throws, like I saw this uh, stat today, and I I mean, I haven't had a chance to verify it, but uh, games with fifteen plus free throws attempted since they both started the NBA in two thousand nine and ten. Mm. Uh, for Harden, it's eighty seven. Mm. For Curry, it's one. Oh my God, that's so crazy. So and. <laughs> I mean, when he had that game, when he had twenty-seven free throws, yeah, that was that was ridiculous. And the, I mean, I know he's fouled and all of that, and I know he, uh, it's almost like the way he's playing, it's almost sort of impossible to stop him. Like you can't two-tag him because you know then 
uh, somebody can just go and dunk and all of that. I agree. All of that is great. But you have to at some point just point and look like how is he getting so many more free throws than every other player in the, in the league. Mm. It's astonishing. He is like flailing and flopping at some level and maybe getting away with it. Like, I mean, I, I, I hate to be like, <laughs> you know, this person who's like, oh, Kali's uh, not getting those fouls or anybody else is not getting those fouls. But it's it's a little, it, I don't know. Maybe that's the part of the game that I don't like watching. Mm. Like, I don't want like watching the game getting stopped every time he has the ball because, you know, uh, it's like, uh, well, according to the rules of the game, it would be a foul. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes to the free throw and obviously he's got great conversion numbers on the free throw as well. And that's pretty much like how they're winning all, all these games. So maybe that's not the style that I would want to watch all the time. I don't enjoy it as much. Well, well you're definitely not alone because... super annoying. And they shot 73 pointed. Yeah. That, that can be that can be a nice <laughs> watch. Um, well, and... And uh, you know you're definitely not alone in that because like Harden does happen to be like very very polarizing in that sense. I I've like told a few friends privately. He, I, I see him as the Neymar of of basketball. I have said the same thing. But nothing think, wrong with Neymar, guys. I, 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 let me Neymar. I, let me make this comparison. There's nothing. I, yeah. I, Harden fans will say there's nothing wrong with Harden either. You know, they are they are both offensive geniuses who are just excruciating to watch because they waste so much time flopping. It's just you yeah. know. And yeah, <laughs> it's just second shit take of the day, Karan. Sorry, but this is not a, a bad take. I, I tell me something I said wrong there, Koshik, in that sentence. Tell me one offensive geniuses who flop a lot. Come on, I mean, that's true. Yeah, so like, I feel like there's so much more to their games than like sure summarizing them like that. I, I think that's a pretty good summary. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll tell you, Kaushik, like, I don't know if you watch, I mean, I don't know how much football you follow, but if you watch the World Cup or, like, because, you know, there's so many football fans who just watch football during the World Cup, the yeah. only one one takeaway that everyone had, all the, the only memes that came out were, like, Neymar rolling on the floor or Neymar, like, you know, uh, acting or pretending to be hurt when he wasn't. And I saw, obviously, because I, I covered that in way more detail over the summer. So that's what I, I saw. And then immediately when I started, like I switched gears to NBA, I feel that's exactly what I see <laughs> with Harden. Where either he's 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 pretending to be injured and next next moment he's running to get the ball. Or, you know, he's he's uh like, you know, it's just a he's not even been hit by someone and you know you you see him like just fall dramatically and get the foul. That's exactly what Neymar does. <laughs> in football so I completely agree with that comparison I think both of them are you know great talented attacking players but yeah like I mean it's just I, I it's difficult for me to watch Harden day in day out like it's just not happening well, but before we you know flop away forever into this conversation let's let's switch uh, like let's segue into uh, you know so Harden is making an MVP campaign you know, mm-hmm. uh, and most of the season has been Giannis. There's been a few other yeah. choices. Steph, I think, is is a very good choice too. If he hadn't got hurt, he'd be up there. Yeah. Um, who who would you say, Nikola? I want you to start first. Like, who, who would you be your sort of midseason MVP so far, and why? I would still say with Giannis because mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like, did we expect, uh, you know, their team to be doing so well? Yeah. I don't think so. I think. Uh, it's basically just been because of him, you know, that uh, the Bucks are still the number one team in the East. They're still the team to beat. They're still, you know, so so consistent. 
uh and he can do anything he can guard he can like i mean he does everything like literally on the court he does everything i feel and uh he's been getting those triple doubles as well so it's not like you know he's not had those numbers because i think the triple doubles just make so many headlines mm-hmm. we we saw that with westbrook and then we saw that with harden of course so i thought that that maybe that would help yanis's case a little more you know if you just do that because i don't know it's become such a stat that everybody loves talking about the triple double I, so yeah I, i think westbrook has sort of killed it forever people are people aren't <laughs> impressed anymore i think his uh, this especially last season because he he did he did the 30 point triple double in his in his mvp season and then he did it again last year which is sort of <laughs> people didn't talk about that enough um did so, he do 30 points last year though, did he did not well he did close to it he he was like yeah i think it was like 23 or 24 which is probably why like it didn't get talked about as much but yeah I... definitely he killed the yeah. he killed the like the but bike. i don't know i think it's it's uh So because obviously because like you know when you're working as sports journalist you see those wires that come in mm-hmm. for everything and that's that's literally what they pick up and that's what they put in the headlines mm-hmm. is a uh, triple double for box and triple double against this and eighth triple double of the season yeah so it's 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 i it's become stat that everybody talks about it, and it still is so uh despite everything i think yanis is still my mid season mvp kosik would you agree uh I I don't know if I have a clear favorite but it's definitely between Giannis and Harden and I wouldn't yeah. have said this a month ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I think Giannis is he's like he's elevated his game to the next level which is exactly what we uh, we kind of expected and hoped to see. Mm-hmm. Uh and um yeah Nikola is absolutely right in saying that like nobody expected the Bucks to be top of the East at this this point in time. We all thought it would be the Celtics. We thought the Sixers will take the next step up. But, but like we we knew the Bucks would improve because of getting coach Bud but like not to this extent and like they've gone all in on the fact that like we'll just give it to Giannis and then put like 15 shooters around him yeah. and figure out figure out what to do so and Giannis is actually shooting like 20% or something from three pointer and he's already averaging like these ridiculous stats imagine when he figures out oh, how to shoot it's over yeah. yeah 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 so i feel like that that might be the reason why i wouldn't like give it to him if i had to pick one because i think um, like when you're giving someone like the mvp of the league they have to be like the absolute sort of best version of themselves and i think he's still a year or two away from that um, whereas like james harden is just like killing it steph curry is killing it they they're both like even for regular season standards for those that like for their, those guys that have kind of achieved everything they've got previous mvps and like mm. we're so quick to Uh, like want to give someone new the mvp like we kind of forget mm-hmm. how great these two guys are mm-hmm. um I, maybe like like if i had to pick it would be one of those two and yanis will get his turn eventually i what would you care again we disagree koshik i think um I'm, i think nikolas like brought this new side to both of us i'm like, just saying i i i, 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 I well, well it's easy for me to disagree in, in harden related conversations but anyways um yeah. I, i i i think yanis gets it for being the best player in the best team like i think that's my argument here you know he they have the number one record harden has been really good but it's been for just about a month so i'm not you know it has been a spectacular month but that doesn't make up for the fact that he's had one and a half or two like substandard months so yeah. so we, so I, i don't want to sort of buy into the be a prisoner of the moment so to say you know the yeah. the the season that started what back in like mid october or something it's been uh, so I, i'll give yanis that and um, and and yes you did make a good point of like the best version of themselves 
But I think for Harden, this might end up being this. So, I mean, if you remember, we talked about the Kobe 05-06 season. That was the best offensive version of Kobe, but he didn't win an MVP that year, you know? So I think that happens. Like, you could be the, the best possible um, version of yourself, but still not be good enough for that, the, the, the league overall, right? Um, yeah. And I think, um, yeah. Uh, so a, another guy who's sort of having, I won't say an MVP season, but, but close enough or a pretty spectacular season is Nikola Jokic out in Denver. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, did, did you guys, did anyone see this coming? Like, I, I, or, or, I mean, if you did, you, I'm calling you a, lo- a liar because it's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely did not expect, you know, them to be doing so well. And uh, the fact that they held on to the first position for as long as they did. Yeah. And I know a lot, a lot of uh, people are still saying that this is just a, a regular season phenomenon and that, that they won't be able to carry it forward and or maybe it'll just fade once you know we get into the second half but just the fact that they've done it for so long yeah. especially in the west is amazing and that's all because of your kit yeah he's he's one of the best passing big men we've seen in you know best passing like pure centers i guess we should call them that we've mm-hmm. seen in a long time in the nba so it's been and a, with so much style as well it's amazing yeah that, that that yeah. full court pass which which happened like a few <laughs> days ago yeah yeah especially for someone obscene. who jumps as high as i do it's really impressive. Like that's his. Ele- <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's seven foot whatever, but he's got yeah. no uh, like elevation to his game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, still is able to dominate. Uh, it's, it's it's super impressive. Yeah, my my uh, my workmates right. Like they make this joke about Doncic when he first when they first kind of saw him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they they like big NBA fans, not really much into like other um, leagues and everything, so they knew far lesser about Doncic. So the first time they saw him, they were like, he looks like an ice cream truck driver. And <laughs> You know who looks like an ice cream truck driver? Jokic is the one who looks like that. <laughs> He doesn't look like... Like, if you saw him somewhere else... Okay, yes, he's got the height, but, like, you wouldn't think he's in um, NBA athlete condition, right? Like, whenever you see him. But he's just... Everything comes so easy to him. It's amazing. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it make, makes me think. And which NBA player, uh, Kaushik, would you... If you just saw him somewhere else, you would just not imagine that they, they are any sort of professional athlete. Is there anyone that comes to mind? They can't be a seven-footer. It can't be someone who's too big because you then automatically think, "Are basketball killed over?" You know, like it has to be yeah. someone who's yeah. like of a <laughs> decent enough, you know, like maybe six-three or lesser, and just does not look like a player at all. Is there anyone that comes to mind? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm naturally inclined to think someone like Isaiah Thomas. You wouldn't think he's like NBA height, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously, like he can ball. Yeah, uh, Nikola. Is there someone that comes to mind straight away? Even. I mean, like, uh, even for me, like, I, I know this joke's been made so much, but, like, Luka Doncic, like, he literally has, like, a bad board, you know, like, he does not look <laughs> like a, he doesn't look like a fully fit, so, I mean, it's just a look, I, I know he, I know how hard he works and all of that. It's fine, you can and judge, he, it's okay. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't look 19, he definitely looks like, you know, he's a lot older, and he just looks like a casual European guy, like, a, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that that guy's in the NBA. He would he would look like a good like center back in like a Spanish league team, you know. Like I think that, I, I see that happening more. Yeah. Just the yeah. hairstyle and all of that, you know. Yeah. There's like three hairstyles that every like Spanish football player has, and he has one of those hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, and I guess we should just finish with uh, like let's round it back to like you know the title contention. Warriors are you know f- for better or worse, no matter how the season's gone. I know Raptors have been super impressive. The Bucks mm-hmm. have been impressive. The Nuggets yep. been there. Rockets are improving, but the Warriors are really the favorites again, and they get they're getting Boogie Cousins back. Mm-hmm. 
Nikhila, do you see anyone challenging or dethroning them this year? Say and with your and try to answer this without bias. Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> so uh, obviously, they they had a lot of uh, concerns. Yeah. About the team this season, I mean, uh, you know, we saw them not be able to figure out what their maybe their second team is or what the second unit that'll come off is or. What's the best combination? I I don't know how they're still trying to figure that out. We've seen Draymond, you know, sort of uh, decline in form. He's definitely not the force that he was. Uh, Curry was out for a few weeks, and they've had all those, you know, uh, concerns about them. But I still think it's it's very hard to see any other team in a seven game series mm. beat them. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't disagree with that. Like I think. Uh, we, we're just waiting for the season to end to be honest like it's all about next season um and like koshik have you quit it... already on the lebron and lonzo experiment come on oh have you seen the lakers play the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> no i have not i don't want to see them play <laughs> good, good, good. Like, i'm happy did you see the game like, today <laughs> I, I i don't watch them play i'm sorry just <laughs> no no I, like they they are sometimes a hard team to watch when lebron is playing i like it's the last two weeks have been really 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 bad like uh, i thought this might be the time when you know like the the young guys kind of like step up and uh, figure out which one stays which one goes in the way they straight that's inevitable yes yeah. i'm only claiming that right now but um no it's like everybody's stocks gone down now who why would new orleans trade for any of these guys now they just waited out and give them to Boston instead. I'm all the angry about it. Don't, don't talk to me about this anymore. <laughs> um, so the Lakers are not contenders then. Okay. Um, I mean, you know what's going to happen? I think I, I think personally, like we'll sneak in uh, in eighth spot or something like that, and then poor Denver after all of their like fantastic season, they'll lose in the first round. Mm. I think the Warriors are back number one, right? So, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they had that two hundred point game against the Nuggets yesterday, whatever that was. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was super impressive. Um, yeah, and I agree with you guys. I think um, Golden State are looking like the favorites again. And I personally, as a lifelong fan of, of Demarcus Cousins, I'm really excited to see him come back. Uh, yeah. ride his way to a championship. Either either destroy this team or take it to the next level. Whatever happens, it'll be fun because like. Yeah, yeah, I. It's I gonna cause an impact for sure. Yeah, I think the timing is a little weird because, uh, yes. you know, I because I think maybe if the Warriors were still stuck in their troubles like they were, like say maybe two weeks back, or actually even you know last week also when they still looked like oh what what's happening when they played in the Mavs, but uh, I don't know they've just they've just done, they've just gotten on a hot streak. Uh, you know, Curry is again doing really well. Uh, KD, even though he puts up such remarkable numbers, just goes untalked about. Like I feel like we haven't mentioned him at all. On, it's it's you know, sad. I think that's why he needs to join the Knicks next season because like he needs his own <laughs> team. He he needs the you know like he's he's being overshadowed in Golden State. Wait yeah, a minute, Kellen. I thought you said you wanted Durant on the Knicks. That's what I said. KD, oh, I right? thought you said Curry. Oh, no, no, no. no. My bad. I mean, yeah, I would love yeah. Curry on the Knicks too, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll settle for Durant. Come on, guys. Yeah, I, I was just saying how we haven't talked about KD despite him having, you know, a pretty remarkable season. Like he's still putting on the numbers like week in week out. And uh, when Curry wasn't there, you know, he obviously still managed to make sure that it wasn't like oh, what's yeah. gone wrong. Sort of thing, but it's just that we've hit the stride. Like the Warriors have just hit that stride, and they're going for these games. And I feel, I mean, obviously everybody is like super excited 
I think Draymond said something like, "All hell will break loose." I think that's what he said today when Boogie <laughs> Cousins comes back. <laughs> yes. But I don't know. It's just it's. I feel it's the wrong time to get him back. Maybe he should have just waited a few more weeks. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, def- I think he wanted to actually make the comeback for today's game, play against yeah. the Orleans. But yeah. Uh-huh. No, you, you're absolutely right. Like, I feel like Golden State's kind of got on a roll again after whatever uh, drama they had in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, definitely feels like the wrong time, but also probably the right time for Boogie Cousins to come back. And I'm definitely on the same train as you, Karan. Like, I want Boogie Cousins to do something. Either take these guys to <laughs> the next next level or just like destroy them. Great. Well, well since, since, since we started with hot takes, um, do you guys let's just finish with that? Do you have any future predictions, like like uh, some sort of like wild prediction that uh, that you see happening by the end of the season? Anything? Uh, uh, Kaushik, why don't you go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I think that uh, like we, we spoke about how it's kind of inevitable that Golden State's going to win. Yeah. I think that if if any team beats them, it'll only be the Celtics if they figure it out. And okay, I really yeah. think. I really think that's like, that's really the only team. I don't know if it's if it's a hot enough take, but like I think that's the team that beats them. It's no, no. I, I think Luka. it's it's yeah. <laughs> given yeah. how Celtics are playing right now. I think that's a pretty hot take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, uh, I don't have a hot hot take prediction. I don't know. I think uh, I I I feel it'll be the Raptors versus the Warriors in the final. I agree. Uh, yeah. Let's see if that holds up. I just feel the Celtics might just. For the self-destruct, hmm. I that if that happens, I'm be, I'm happy. Great. Yeah, that'd be great to watch. <laughs> like, um, I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to finish with some predictions I made to Kaushik on text um, a few days ago, which yeah. is that by uh, but by, by this time next year, uh, Anthony Davis will be a Laker, Kevin Durant will be a Nick, and um, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard will stay a Raptor. Those those are my my hot takes. Yeah, and my my reply to that was that I think Kawhi ends up as a Clipper. Uh, we'll see. Um, I think the first two are almost expected, right? Like yeah. everybody's yeah. talking about that. So I don't know if that's that's hot, hot. But like, yeah, like I mean, it'll be sad to see KD go. But uh, yeah, that's not, that's not like a g- given to us. Come on, like a hot chai. Yeah. It's like a it's like a chai that was made thirty minutes ago and it's just sitting there. Are you talking it's about the Kevin chai. Durant one or the Anthony both, Davis? Both your first two. First two predictions. I I think KD to Knicks is is a steaming hot boiling cup of tea. Are you kidding? That's uh, that'll be a big deal. It will it, be, but like we kind of know it's gonna happen. I think. Oh, uh, I mean everybody's expecting it to happen. You know, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I mean it's still <sighs> a shy. It's gonna be great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and on that note, uh, Nikola, I want to thank you for joining us on Noob Darshan. Uh, we, we talked for almost an hour, and um, it was it just felt like a breeze. Um, thanks so much for giving us your time, and um, hopefully the you enjoy the rest of the season. And hopefully a beard finally steps up, a, a worthy beard <laughs> finally steps up. Ah, uh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Uh, it's not very often that I get to enjoy talking about the NBA for an hour at a stretch with people who actually know what's happening in the NBA. So this is a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, Nikola. Awesome speaking to you. Bye. So I want to thank Nikhil Amarkar for joining us, and uh, we are now fast forwarding again two weeks into the future. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation from the past, and all our hot takes, which are may- maybe slightly lukewarm now, but still a lot of things that will last forever, such as Nikhil's um, 
uh, strong opinions on NBA beards. Yes. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for the NBA facial hair stuff. <laughs> Definitely, that that level of analysis, um, that kind of analysis, you, you there's just nowhere else that you get that in the world. Yeah, you need to. You guys all need to follow Nikola for more such in-depth, such incisive takes that won't be found anywhere else. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Well, that's it. So what's happened recent since then, Koshik, mm-hmm. is that uh, you know. Your Lakers are just about to be gifted. Rich Paul is going to gift you guys one of the best players in the league. That's what's happening. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Anthony so Davis has made his trade request. Uh, Kaushik, tell me all your feelings about this. All my feelings are that um, I don't know if we deserve it, but I think we'll end up with Anthony Davis and LeBron on the same team. That is that is just insane. Like I, I really can't ask for anything else. Um, I know it's still not happened, but I'm like 95% sure that it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen before the trade deadline, but at some point, it's. Uh, I, I think it's a matter of time uh, before before this thing takes place. It's a. It, it's probably. What would be your trade package for him? Well, what would you give up as if you were Magic Johnson? At the moment, I would give up anything but LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no-brainer. So Anthony even Davis Lance like, Stevenson, come on. <laughs> oh, no, you got me there. Maybe maybe Lance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, need, need some air guitaring skills in the team. <laughs> um, yeah, look, um, re- really, like the only only thing that's at stake here is the is the youth brigade or like all of those draft picks that we made over the last few years of sucking. Um, yeah, Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, Josh Hart, Zubat, and everybody else. Um, none of those guys are at the level of Anthony Davis even today. Uh, or like ten years down the line, so Ingram might turn out to be something special, but. Anthony Davis is like top five player in the league right now, and possibly top one in like three years' time. So uh, it's it's just no brainer. These these kind of trades don't happen. Uh, if you listen to podcasts like Zach Lowe and everybody else, he says that if this trade goes through, this is probably the biggest non-free agent move since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came to the Lakers. Mm, so, um, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. It's really like that level, um, mm-hmm. and look. Um, Anthony Davis, like a lot of people thought this was going to happen, but mm-hmm. it still, I think, came as a little bit of a surprise that he officially handed in a trade request. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't complain. I, I don't know if it'll and happen this uh, this trade deadline. Uh, mm-hmm. do, do you think it's going to happen, Karan, or do you think it's uh, it's a summer thing? I'm glad he did it. I think you know, like a lot of players get blamed for yeah, like like Kevin Durant, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he deserves. Uh, <laughs> or, or or Kawhi Leonard, for example, like you yeah. know, they, they got blamed for keeping their plans a secret yeah. or like their plans to not. I think Anthony Davis did the right thing. I, yeah. I know he hasn't taken I, actually at a, all. Yeah. a lot of Pelicans fans are most Pelican fans, from what I've seen online, are not unhappy. They're like, yeah. at least you came clean. Like he spent six years with this team. They they didn't do much for him, you know. Like yeah. it's he 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 gave it a go. Um, so I think he did the right thing. He just now. He's so specifically, basically all, all of his language is like, I treat, trade me to the Lakers only. Like, I think that's what he yes. very specifically wants, um, which, I mean, the Pelicans don't have to honor that, right? Like, they don't, yeah. it doesn't, they don't have to listen to that advice. They could send him to wherever. Yeah. My um, dream bogey trade for this, mm-hmm. like, so, so to sort of like splash water on the Lakers plans, uh, would be the Raptors. I actually have heard like the Raptors have a pretty good like package going. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas and a couple of young guys. They have a lot of good young players, you know. 
yeah. for um, for Anthony Davis. The, La- the Lakers and the Celtics probably have the best package, but as the Celtics, you've probably seen that they can't do it until mm-hmm. they sort out the Kyrie extension or whatever. Until Kyrie um, decides to go back and play with LeBron? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, if you have heard this interview, uh, this episode so far, you know my my take on Kyrie. I'm not yeah. a I'm not a big fan of his and his you know BS. Mine as well, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am waiting to, with arms wide open for that uh, move to happen. Uh, <laughs> so I don't see honestly, I don't see that happening. I don't see Kyrie going back. He, uh, but yeah, I, I actually feel that you know, I th- I think this is going to happen. I think I think Anthony Davis is going to be a Laker within the next week. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Oh, look, but, I'm going uh, to be super happy. I still don't think it does anything to the Warriors. Um, oh, of course ine- not. Inevitability yeah. of winning this. Um, but yeah, ever really since we spoke, um, Boogie Cousins has just been a perfect fit for the Warriors too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to go back to AD too. Like, I, I'm, I'm also glad that he is getting out now because, you know, so one of my favorite all-time favorite players who I compared to Anthony Davis is Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. And Garnett really wasted a lot of his prime playing for substandard teams in Minnesota. Like, he was loyal to a fault. You know, yeah. um, and by the time he got to Boston, I'm so happy when he got his championship. But he wasn't like he was still really good. He was defensive player of the player of the year that year. But he he had the talent to be one of the NBA's like most respected top players for a good amount of years. You know, yeah. Uh, and I think AD is the same way. So I think AD playing for a contender is just good for him. And I'm happy that he might get a chance, whether it's Boston, whether it's LA, whether it's even Toronto, whatever it is. Uh, I'm not entertaining any uh, trade rumors that include Kristaps uh, Porzingis and the number one pick because that's <laughs> no, that's not happening. I, I know AD is good, but I'd rather have Kristaps and Zion at really? this point. Yeah, Kristaps, Zion, and Kevin Durant. Let's roll with that next year. I'm happy. What about with that. Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis instead? Come on. Okay. Man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I take that back. Uh, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and anything else in the world <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah um, that, that's just some um, Zion juice that you've been drinking recently um, that's fine that's fine it's acceptable like he is he's generating a lot of hype and we'll have we'll have some Zion chat eventually in the next few months at some point um, I actually feel do make that off <laughs> I think that's actually tantalizing off of anything else anyone has yeah because like they have they have the they'll have the highest draft pick out of all of these teams, you know. Yes, um, yeah, especially if the Knicks luck into the lottery, uh, which they're doing a good job of tanking. It must be said. Anything but the Caps again. That's yes. all I have. The Caps again. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, obviously, by the time um, you listen to this, this will go up fairly quickly. Um, but uh, by the time you listen to this, maybe there's a trade, maybe there's not. Um, so much could change. That's that's the NBA that we live in, but. Um, yeah, we'll be there to break it down um, in in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, that's that. I think that brings us to the end of episode number seventy three. Um, hopefully, as explosive as Dennis Rodman. And <laughs> um, as always, guys, thanks for listening to us. Uh, on if you want to reach us on Twitter, Karan is at Hoopistani and I'm at underscore Karthik Seven. The hot the podcast is at Hoop Darshan. We're also available on Facebook, SoundCloud. Podbean and a bunch of other places so um, hit us up if you've got any questions Uh, but until next time then hashtag India Basketball